This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLaren Vale Grape Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLaren Vale wine region. Good morning, Jill. Good morning, James. How are you? I'm well today, thank you. Yeah. So you've been doing a fair bit of work lately. Yeah, uh, it's been a, it's a, has been a bit of a wet season, like we were we were thinking it might have happened. Yeah. So you've taken me out to a vineyard this morning to show me something quite interesting that we don't see very often in the Vale. Yeah, oh, look, uh, this year is, is is about downy mildew at the moment, so I've taken you out to show you some downy, how it looks in real life, and, and yeah, we can have a little little uh, little discussion about how it could go, yeah. Yep, so what are you, okay, so when we were talking in the car, you were saying that we haven't had massive um, outbreaks of downy mildew, mildew in the Vale. Um, over many seasons. No. You said maybe 74 and 92. Yeah, there's two very, very bad years, the 74 and 92, 93 season. Um, in 2011, there was a little bit at harvest, but that was much more overshadowed by botrytis and how um, that affected harvest. And in 2017, we had a little bit as well. Okay, so we've had... We were talking about, you know, this might be a wetter year. Yeah. And we've had some... Well, some substantial rain over the last few weeks. So what, how's that affected the vineyard and specifically Downy Mildew? Yeah, so at the, back, at the start of September, a little bit after we last talked, um, we had uh, rain on the 1st of October and rain on the 6th of October. Now, both of those events um, were very close to being a Downy Mildew primary event, but you could argue that maybe they weren't. Um, but we used a bit of, like, I guess, nous, a bit of local knowledge, because where we stand now, um, and in many vineyards, there was actually surface water on the, on, the, on the surface, and that just makes it so much easier for Downey to get started. So instead of being a, maybe a 10, 10, 24, you can kind of bend the rules a little bit. Um, but at that point, it's theoretical. Until we, till we saw it, it's, it's just, did you think it was? And, and um, so we put out all the alerts saying, yeah, we thought it was. And then beginning uh, about three weeks ago, we found the first oil spots from that event. Now, in the in the time since then, every time it's rained a little bit at night and it's been over 13 degrees, it's called a warm, wet night, Downy Mildew secondary event because the, the Downy... Um, Sets a uh, spores on the back of the leaf, and those they spread. Okay, and that's you, what you're seeing. That's now. what I've seen now. So what I'm seeing also, and it's quite deep into um, this canopy, is just bunches covered in it. Yeah. So what's yep. going to happen now? Oh, unfortunately, they'll fall off. Okay, yep. so, we've so lost those already. you've lost yep. that. So this is this can really affect yields. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why 74 and the 92, 93 are famous because people literally didn't pick fruit. Okay. Or they picked only a quarter of what they normally pick. So we lost 75%. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so, so talk to me about the regime and what people should be doing now, yep. considering so, you've so seen this. This vineyard is being sprayed every fortnight. Um, it's had copper protection. Um, and then in the last round, which was sprayed last week, it had a synthetic um, product okay. um, to protect for downy mildew. Now, even with those sprays, um, it was still able to get going in this little bit here. Yeah, you can yeah. you can see that there's you know um, there's a lot of it. So, 
Okay, what about organic biodynamic growers? Well, they're, they're still they able to—they're able to keep the keep protection up, but they are limited to using copper. So, if I was going to put a value on something um, to make it easy to understand, let's say that um, copper gives you level ten protection. And some of the synthetics give you sort of level 12, 15, maybe level 20. Um, and that's purely because uh, copper is sort of able to protect the leaf that it lands on, but it doesn't redistribute around the plant at all. So as the plant's growing, copper kind of um, uh, isn't... I can't grow with the plant. Some of the synthetic products have some ability to actually grow with the plant or move or redistribute, so that's why they give you a little bit level of protection. And the, some of these symptoms that you're seeing are classic examples of there's there's some copper on this leaf, um, which we'll include in the crop watch for this week. So so where that down hasn't grown, there's copper there. Okay. But you see there's enough of the leaf that can still get infected that it doesn't really stop it. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Now, you were also mentioning that it's very hard sometimes just because of the availability of product because it's something that we don't yeah. get very often. So I think that the 1974 downy mildew outbreak was due to a lack of knowledge because people really didn't know what was happening. Um, in 1992-93, uh, it was still something people hadn't really dealt with and many people didn't know what was going on. Um, but when they did start to see downy mildew building up, um, downy got to a point you could see it from a tractor, so all the people doing their spray rounds could all of a sudden start to see it. Um, the solution is then to go and get a, 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 what they call an eradicant product, and in that era, there was only one eradicant product available from one manufacturer, and so it just purely wasn't what well, people had to line up in the street. At that point, they were buying their chemical from Mitre 10, wow. um, and they were only able to get two 20-litre drums, which was enough to do about um, 10 hectares. Wow. And that was it. So what about these days? Well, these days, look, look, the knowledge is like we've been alerting people since it happened. Even before yep. it happened, we were saying there's, there's a problem. So you really should know the minimum thing you should be doing is putting some protectant on. Okay. Um, whether you've got hot spots like I've shown you yeah. or, or just in general, the you, minimum you should be doing is just keeping some protection on. And how long will you be or, you know, what sort of weather do we need for you to stop doing that? Uh, we would have to go dry for okay. a reasonable amount of time. So when I say reasonable, What's maybe reasonable? 45 days, something oh, like wow. that. Like Downy, Downy will eventually die, but it has to stay dry. Okay. And the, the problem is um, that's not really going to happen this year. No, because we're getting regular rain. Yeah, we're getting little regular week. rain events. And, and, and even even a big heavy dew is still enough just to keep that downy going. Okay, so look, any tips, any, you know, what else can you tell people to assist them in dealing with Yeah, well, well, I guess describing how I found this hotspot yep. is a good one to think. Like, I came here because I was training some students on how to find disease, and I'd remembered that this was a spot where there was a fair bit of downy in 2017, so I came back to it, and lo and behold, it's in the same spot that I found it. Um, so if you've had parts of vineyards and you've got the knowledge of the site that has had downy before, um, go to those places now. And look for look for this because this this infection, I don't think you'd see it from a tractor. 
right? But you'd see it if you're on a quad bike checking irrigation or if you're on foot walking, you, you, you would see it. The next level up um, of spread is when you actually would see it from a tractor. You'd start to notice, why was that panel yellow when I went past it? Like, okay. Yeah, you you would actually You'd begin notice to it. notice it then. So get out yeah. in your vineyard, start having a look, especially if you've had these yeah. incidents before. And, um, well, James, I hope we get some dry weather coming up. Yeah, well, yeah, we can do. But I just got a feeling that even, like, we had a little bit of rain last night. Just It's only, like, it's not even barely enough to go in the rain gauge, but it's enough just to keep that downy ticking on and keep it spreading. And yeah. as you said, it's when it's over 13 degrees, which yeah. we're getting which those we're nights get. now, yeah. and, we're, and yeah, yeah. it's going to be um, get those nights more and more. Well, interesting to see it. Not good to see it, but at least uh, you've given some, uh, you know, tips on how to deal with it and how to identify yeah. it. And one thing we get the chance to do now is we actually collect these samples okay. and we're going to send them off to PERSA, Primary Industries of South Australia, and they'll do some resistance testing on them. So they'll use it to gather a bit of knowledge to know if, if um, what, what the uh, what this susceptibility of this uh, downy is to the common fungicides that are used. Okay, and any particular varieties that are susceptible to this? Or more, well, I think it's more, more to do with your trellis that you grow. Okay. Um, this vineyard, they're running a high shoot density, so there's a lot of shoots per metre, so you know that's a little bit hard to spray. Um, so that puts them at a little bit of a disadvantage. Vineyards that have lots of water shoots, shoots coming from the trunk, yep. are at a disadvantage because downy uh, starts in the soil with splashing, so they're just much easier to, to get downy on your water shoots. Yep. So And it'll go a lot quicker on the water shoots because they tend to be wet a lot okay. more. Um, and then, of course, unfortunately, bushfire Grenache is very susceptible to it because it's low on the ground. Low on the ground. And, uh, of course, we don't have a lot of Grenache, and our Grenache is pretty important. Yeah, precious and precious, highly valuable. Yeah. yeah, so you don't want to lose any of it. Yeah. No worries. So anyone with bush vines has to, get has out to spend there. a lot longer looking in them than they might. So get out in the vineyard, yeah. have a look, yeah. and start doing your protective sprays. Yeah, I think pe- I, I know people have been doing their protective sprays. It's... Um, it's just a case of if it gets bad enough, do we have to go to the to using eradicants and and uh, really try and take stuff out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been an interesting morning. Um, thanks so much. No, it's okay. I thanks, learn Jill. something every time, and uh, yeah, thanks a lot. No worries. See, See you, James. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLaren Vale Grape Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLaren Vale wine region.